0: The Hadrian's Folly drifts in the shadow of a massive ascendancy structure, its power completely drained. Lucius feels his way across the control panel, but none of the toggles or switches work. The ship is dead in space. Brutus, light, Lucius commands. But there isn't so much as a whirr from the combat bot. Adelie, do any of your consoles work? No, she replies, but I think we have a bigger problem. Look at the structure. Lucius looks out the viewscreen at the looming artifact, a single pinpoint of light beginning to glow. The light increases in intensity until it's too strong to look at. Then the ship begins moving. It's drawing us in, she says. Lucius swallows. I've never seen an Ascendancy artifact behave like this. What do you think it intends? Before Adelie can answer, a shimmering projection of a sphere appears in front of the viewscreen, and a voice says, Blight detected, and will be deconstructed into constituent parts and subsumed into the structure for repurposing. Is it warning us or informing us? Adelie asks. Lucius says, I think we're about to find out. The Ascendancy structure opens, and swallows, the Hadrian's Folly. Welcome back for Episode 8 of Errant Adventures. As always, I'm your Game Master and Solo player, Steve Morrison. On this week's episode… Lucius and Adelie contend with the loss of power on the Hadrian's Folly and the looming threat that caused it. Please enjoy Episode 8, The Herald of Destruction. As the Ascendancy structure closes around the Hadrian's Folly, Lucius and Adelie are still sort of trapped in darkness. I think Lucius looks at uh, where he thinks Adelie would be and says, What are we going to do? I, I Maybe we can reset the power, but I don't know if there's even any power left to do anything. And Adelie says, I, I think you're right, but I think we, we have to try. I mean, they're going to deconstruct the ship, possibly us, and we don't know if there's any way to stop it. Lucia says, there's a master reboot switch here in the cockpit, and he feels around a little bit. If we're lucky, there's enough residual power that didn't get wiped out that we'll be able to to reboot the ship and Adelie says maybe I can help and then she starts chanting very low very quiet again in that language that Lucius doesn't recognize and she continues this chant and as she does so there is a faint glow of light as she's holding out her hands and suddenly Lucius can see in the cockpit and he sees this glow emanating from between her hands and she is chanting eyes closed he can see the reflection of the light on her face and he just kind of watches for a second enraptured and then he says okay I I think I think that's enough light and he starts to pull open the control panel where I think there's just a massive switch that can get pulled from an an up position into a down position and then back up to reset it. And he is going to attempt to reboot the Hadrian's Folly. To do this, I think it's going to be just a straight-up face danger. And I think that this is going to be plus wits, expertise, focus, observation. It's basically his experience with the ship and his ability to make the ship work for him. Now, because Adelie is assisting him and she is his connection and she's assisting him with her role of Paragon, she is going to add plus one to his role and then also give him plus one momentum if he gets a hit. So we're going to face some danger, plus wits, which is plus 3, plus 1 for Adelie, so we're at plus 4 to this roll. Here we go. Let's see if we can reboot the Hadrian's Folly and not get deconstructed. Awesome. So I've got a 10 on the action die. I've got a 5 and a 6 on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So on a strong hit for face danger, you take plus 1 momentum. I get to take plus 1 momentum as well for Adelie, so that's going to take my momentum From 5 to 7, which is great. So I think Lucius flips the switch back, lets it sit for like 3 seconds, and then jams it forward into the on position. And all of a sudden, the lights in the cockpit start illuminating, and he is able to see more of the cockpit than even Adelie's light was providing. And the, the power comes back on. However, as the power comes on, the outside lights on the ship light up, and Lucius sees that they are in some sort of tunnel, and it seems to be pulling them down this tunnel. So he activates the shields real quick. And I think as he finishes that action, the ship comes out of this tunnel, and all of a sudden, this beam of energy strikes the shields and the ship shudders but the shields hold and the ship remains intact and lucius and Adelie look at each other breathe a sigh of relief and lucius says all right well we're still alive that's good now how do we get out of here and Adelie says maybe we just go back the way we came He's like, that's possible, but maybe there's another way out of here that would be easier. I don't want to just get trapped in another field that's going to drag us back in. So he is going to try and gather some information by doing a quick scan of the room that they're in to see if there's another passage or something like that that they can get out of. This is another plus wits roll, so it's going to be plus three. All right, so I've got a 5 on the action die. I've got a 3 and a 9 on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So on a weak hit, the information provides new insight, but also introduces a complication. Envision what you discover and take plus 1 momentum. So that's going to take my momentum up to 8. And then I'm going to roll on the action and theme to see if uh, that gives me a clue as to what this complication might be. So we got find dominion. Okay, so here's the complication. So we see that there are several other tubes that lead out of this room. And I think Lucius actually sees matter that has been discorporated from other objects, whether they be ships or something else, that is being directed down different pathways. And he is going to... Point at one of them and say, that looks the least clogged. We should try that one. But as he does so, this massive sphere descends from above this cavernous room. And Lucius and Adelie both look at it and say, well, that can't be good. As it starts to target them, that voice comes back and the the image appears again. And says, Blight detected and resisting. Blight must not resist. Lucius looks at Adelie and says, are we the Blight? I'm confused. And Adelie says, just go as it begins to fire weapons. Now, I think that Lucius is going to just gun the engines And try to make it to that tunnel that he picked out before this thing, this ship, or this um, manifestation of the ascendancy structure can get to them. And to do that, he's going to face danger again. And I think it's going to be speed, mobility, and agility. So we're going to roll plus edge. Now, a couple episodes ago, I got some extra XP. I was going to spend it. I got caught up in the other stuff that was going on, and I didn't, but in between episodes I've spent it on upgrading my Navigator path. So I now have an ability for Navigator that allows me to, when I secure an advantage by charting the way forward, face danger to find a path around a hazard, or gather information about a location by studying your charts, I can add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. So I'm facing danger to find a path around this hazard, and I'm gonna take plus one. So I'm rolling plus edge, which is plus two, plus one for my asset. So I'm adding plus three to my roll. Here we go as the Hadrian's Folly begins dodging and weaving around this matter that is being transported around this large cavernous room. Okay, so I've got a seven on the action die. I've got a seven and a five on the challenge dice. So that's a weak hit. So it would be a success, but at a troublesome cost, make a suffer move. I think it could be uh, as simple as losing a momentum as he kind of has to take a little bit more of a circuitous route around. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to take that hit to momentum. So I'm down to seven. And then uh, Lucius is basically taking a circuitous route around. The, this debris, and using it to shield the Hadrian's Folly from this sphere as it is firing some sort of weapons at the ship. They make it to the tunnel, and Lucius is able to thread the needle, get the ship into the tunnel, and then they are accelerating down this tunnel. And I think the question here is, does this tunnel lead... To somewhere where there's another access point? Or are they going to have to make their own? So I'm going to ask the Oracle here. I think it's unlikely that it leads to a place that's going to have exterior access. I think most likely this tunnel is leading towards the center or, you know, deeper into the structure. But we don't know. So it's unlikely. 76 or greater. Yeah, fifteen. So it is definitely not leading to somewhere where there's outside access. So we're gonna we're gonna say that they they fly down this tunnel. I think the sphere is actually following them. So they're taking some fire, and at a certain point, uh, they come out into another cavernous area. There's all sorts of machinery uh, that is working and whirring, and I think it's very strange. Like it's uh, the ascendancy. They were a very advanced civilization. And so I think looking at all of this technology moving around, Lucius and Natalie are a bit impressed with it. But they're also in mortal danger. So I think they are going to have to find a way out of this station. I think we're going to do another face danger to... Basically, they're going to try and find their way out of this structure. If we miss on this, then we're going to have to fight our way out as opposed to just getting ahead of this sphere. So I think, again, this is going to be speed, mobility, or agility as Lucius is essentially taking various tunnels and maneuvering this way and that way trying to find the right tunnel to get at least close enough to the surface of the structure where they can either blast their way out or find another sort of tunnel that leads directly outside. Based on this structure, there are probably rooms or sections of the structure that are open to space. So he might find his way to one of those. The question is, how difficult is it? So we're going to do speed, mobility, agility again, plus edge, plus two. I'm going to take another plus one thanks to my asset. So I'm at plus three. So that's five on the action die. It's a five and a seven on the challenge dice for a miss. So I'd have to fight my way out. I'm going to burn my momentum, which is at seven, to at least turn this into a weak hit. So I succeed, but at a troublesome cost. And I think this time the cost is the Hadrian's Folly takes a little bit of damage As we're flying out of this structure. As the sphere is chasing us out of this structure. And Lucius is maneuvering down these tunnels. And the ship is getting hit a couple times. But he's able to keep far enough ahead of the sphere. That they're able to find a room or a tunnel or an access point. That leads back out into the vastness of space. They emerge out into space. And I'm going to go ahead and make a withstand damage for the ship as Lucius is trying to control how much damage is coming in. So we're going to roll plus integrity on the withstand damage. So my integrity is at four out of five because I just took that one damage and we'll see what happens. All right. So I got five on the action die. I've got a three and a ten on the challenge dice. So it's a weak hit. If your vehicle is not battered, you may lose momentum in exchange for plus one integrity. Otherwise, press on. All right, so I'm going to do that. So I'm going to take my momentum down to one, and I'm going to keep my integrity at five. So the ship gets hit. The shields start to fail a little bit, and some of that damage comes through. Lucius takes a moment in the middle of his piloting to reset the shields, and it slows them down just a little bit. But they're able to escape into space and put some distance in between them and the structure. So they have emerged from inside this ascendancy structure, but I think it hasn't been that long. And so the question is, has their E-Drive recharged in the time that uh, it took them to fly out, which I think is unlikely. And I'm going to ask the Oracle. So 76 or greater. Yes, it has. Otherwise, they're going to have to keep maneuvering out of the way. So 15, it is not recharged. So they are in danger as they emerge. I think we see the ascendancy structure starting to flicker again. And as it flickers, Lucius says, we have to get as far away from this thing as possible before it does another one of those bursts. And Adelie says, agreed. So they are going to push it as hard as they can. And... I am going to ask the Oracle again. I don't necessarily want to make another face danger at this moment, just because I've made a couple of those consecutively. And part of the system is not just continuing to hammer the same move over and over and over again. So I'm going to ask the Oracle to see if, can they get out of range of the artifact before the artifact recharges to a point where it can knock out their power again? I think it's 50-50. So 51 or greater, yes, they can. Otherwise, then we'll have to probably face that danger. 92. Yes, they can get out of range of the Ascendancy Artifact before it recharges to a point where it can set off another EMP, essentially. So they manage to escape far enough away. I think the sphere stops chasing them at a certain point. And they are able to get far enough away that they're no longer in danger of being hit by this pulse. As the E-Drive is reaching its charge status, Lucius looks over at Adelie and says, I I certainly have come across a, a number of ascendancy artifacts in my travels out here. There were many close to my home that I I got to see and study but I've never seen as many varied artifacts out here as what I've seen. I almost feel as though we're just scratching the surface of knowledge about the ascendancy. And Adélie says, I think you're right. I think that's why the Iron Hawks have come to Veritas Sector. They're looking for more power and they're looking for it in ascendancy artifacts that's why i i fear for my order as we've spoken of before but i think you're right there's something to it and who knows what artifact they really are seeking or maybe even they don't know but i think it's important that we keep it from them whatever it is especially the one that my family has and lucia says yeah So is, I've read a little bit about paragons and I know that paragons, if this is okay for me to ask, and Adelie nods, paragons draw their power from like ancient secrets, which has always been a bit nebulous, but always made sense to me that it would be connected to ascendancy tech in some way. This beacon that your family has, is that the source of your power? And Adelie says, it is. That is why we must protect it. And Lucius says, agreed. All right, let's let's get back on track. Hopefully we can get back to Rampart without any other issues. Lucius goes ahead and engages the E-Drive. And the Hadrian's Folly continues on its expedition. So I'm going to roll another Undertaken Expedition to see how far we get this time. So uh, I think we're continuing to move at speed, so this is rolling plus edge. (laughs) Oh boy. Okay, I've got a 3 on the action die, and I've got a 9 and a 10 on the challenge dice. It's a big old miss. So we are waylaid by a crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront a dire threat. Do not mark progress and pay the price. So let's go ahead and roll on the pay the price to see what it says. 86. You are stressed. So the Hadrian's Folly drops out of E-Drive at the next waypoint, which let's find out what that is. It is a stellar object. Some more asteroids. Lots of asteroids out here. The Hadrian's Folly drops out into an asteroid field, and almost immediately, alarms begin warning of a targeting lock And Lucius says, not again, come on. And then looks at the scanner and the Ironhawk Dreadnought that has been pursuing him basically from Rampart is looming in space above him. Fighters are jumping out and a comm comes through and says, ah, Harold, we meet again. Power down your engines. And... Prepare to be brought aboard. We would not like to damage your ship or your cargo. Surrender now, and I assure you, no harm will come to you. Lucius thumbs the calm and says, Ironhawks, you keep interfering with official Herald business. That's gonna have some repercussions. Now, stand down and let me pass. And the Ironhawk ship comes back and says, Harold, the only repercussions there will be is the complete and utter destruction of your ship if you do not surrender immediately. And Lucius says, I thought you didn't want any harm to come to my cargo. And the Ironhawk captain says, I would rather destroy you and your cargo than let you complete your mission. Lucius smiles a little bit, says, noted and then guns the engines for the asteroids. So we're gonna face some danger, speed, mobility and agility again, rolling plus edge. I think my asset plus one still works here as we're trying to maneuver around a threat. And uh, here we go. So rolling plus edge, rolling plus three, here we go. I got a four on the action die. I've got a four and an eight on the challenge dice, which is another miss. My dice are turning against me. So on a miss, you fail, or a momentary success is undermined by a dire turn of events. Pay the price. Well, let's see what the pay the price is. 34. Something of value is lost or destroyed. Lucius tries to make it to the asteroids. And he is a good pilot. He's fast. The ship is maneuverable. But the Ironhawks were waiting for him. They had fighters already deployed. And in the process of trying to make it to the asteroids, the Hadrian's Folly takes several hits. And the ship has already suffered some sort of like power drain from that artifact. So when the ship takes these hits, it loses whatever remaining power it had. And the ship just dies. The, the power goes out, the ship fails, and the Hadrian's Folly is drifting through space. Now, I think that Lucius looks at Adelie and says, Adelie, you have to take Lodestar's soldiers, get into an escape pod, and I will fire you off into the asteroid field. They can't capture you. And Adelie says, Lucius, there's nowhere for us to go out here. We'll just die on those asteroids. And Lucius says, maybe someone else will come along. It's happened before. And she looks at him and says, but what about you? And Lucius waves his hand and says, they don't really want me. They want you. They want Lodestar. I'm just the messenger. Get out of here. And Adelie hugs herself a little bit, takes a deep breath, looks at him, and she says, All right, Lucius. We'll do it. I'll take them in the escape pod. But if you don't find a way to get out of this and come back for us, I'll have to come for you. And I've already done that once. And Lucius says, I know. We'll figure it out. Just go. And they hug in the in the cockpit. and then Adelie goes back into the back of the, the ship into the cargo hold where Lodestar's soldiers are, Lieutenant Mila and uh, the squad that came with them. and she leads them into the Hadrian's Follies escape pod because there's no way her escape pod would be able to hold all of them. And Lucius is able to maneuver the ship with, I think there's enough power left in the ship that he has like basic maneuvering. And he essentially puts the ship on a course with an asteroid and is able to skim the asteroid and Adelie and crew jettison the escape pod and are able to essentially use the asteroid as a cover from the iron hawk scanners as they leave the ship lucius fly you know continues flying sort of with the thrusters until an iron hawk patrol ship comes through and grapples onto him and starts to drag the hadrian's folly back to the iron hawk dreadnought and lucius is captured by the Ironhawks. Oh dear. What a derailment of this uh, this particular journey. So the Ironhawks bring the Hadrian's Folly into their cargo hold. And Lucius unseals the door. And comes willingly. Although I will say before he does that. He is going to try and. Hide Brutus. I'm sure in the course of the E-Drive jump from the last waypoint to this waypoint, he spent some time rebooting uh, Brutus and getting Brutus back operational. So he is going to try at this point to hide Brutus and say, essentially, Brutus, I need you to hide and then come find me in, you know, a set number of hours if I haven't returned to the ship by that point. So he does that and then essentially lowers the ramp and exits the ship and waits for the Ironhawk soldiers to take him into custody. All right, so he is led off to the brig of this dreadnought. And I think we need a few things here. We need a name for this Iron Hawk dreadnought. Because uh, it's apparently becoming an even bigger part of this adventure than I thought. So let's see what this, uh, what this ship is named. The Winnower. Okay. So the Ironhawk Dreadnought Winnower. And we need a captain for this dreadnought. So the Ironhawk commanding officer is Captain Simeon of the Dreadnought Winnower. Lucius is brought to the brig, and after a couple hours, Captain Simeon, who I think is a sort of built, imposing man with a coarse, close-cut beard and coarse salt-and-pepper hair, who comes in and sits on the other side of Lucius and sort of folds his arms and says... Where is your cargo? And Lucius says, I don't know what you mean. My only cargo is messages. And Captain Simeon says, We know that you left Lodestar with crew. Where are they? Where is your escape pod? And Lucius sort of leans back and folds his arms and says, I lost it. It got damaged on my expedition. I came across this ascendancy artifact and it tried to draw me in and in order to get away, I had to jettison the pod to act as a distraction and it's gone. But as far as crew, it's just me. You know how it is. Harold's travel alone and Lucius is going to attempt to lie. And I think because he's not actively trying to persuade someone Like, he's not trying to get something from Captain Simeon. He's basically just trying to avoid. Uh, I'm going to actually roll face danger instead of compel. And I'm going to do so with shadow, which is only plus one for me. So uh, here we go. See how good a liar Lucius can be this time. Not good enough. So I got a four on the action die. I got a four and a ten on the challenge dice for a miss. I fail or my momentary success is undermined by a dire turn of events. In this case, it's just a straight-up failure. Captain Simeon is like, We scanned your ship when you jumped into the system. You had seven other life signs on board. We've searched your ship, and we cannot find those other seven. Now you're going to tell me what I want to know, or things are going to become very unpleasant for you. And Lucius looks at him and says, Captain Captain Simeon, right? And the captain nods. You know who I am, right? Lucius Tarquin of Clan Tarquin? My parents would be very, very unhappy if something untoward happened to me. I think that you are not going to do anything to me. You are in fact going to let me go and go about my business. Otherwise, there will be dire consequences from Clan Tarquin. Captain Simeon hears this and seems to be thoughtful about it and says, can you prove that you are who you say you are? There are a lot of people who take on names that do not belong to them while they are out here in the Outlands. If you can prove that you are in fact a Tarquin and a member of the close family of the clan, then perhaps this conversation will be different. And I think Lucius is going to attempt to secure an advantage by, essentially, I'm sure that Lucius has some sort of identification that can be verified. It's much like his herald credentials. There there are things that he carries on him that can be identified as belonging to Lucius Tarquin, member of the Founder Clan. So I'm going to try and secure an advantage by showing one of those, and then I'm going to lead that into a compel as Lucius tries to convince him that Lucius is indeed this person. So uh, this is going to be expertise, focus, or observation on the uh, secure and advantage as he's showing off his credentials, not only his herald credentials, but also his personal credentials. So plus three. Five on the action die, four and a three on the challenge dice. It's a strong hit. So on a strong hit, I get plus two momentum, and I get to add plus one to my next move. So my momentum goes up to three, And I'm going to attempt to compel and Lucius is going to try and convince him that, yes, I am of the the founder clan. And because of that, we need to have a different conversation than what we're having right now. And I think if he is successful, he is going to at least. uh, Well, let's let's find out what happens. Let's not define that. So he's going to try and convince him. That there needs to be a different conversation. So we're going to roll this one plus heart. Plus one for my secure and advantage. So I'm at plus three on this. Eight on the action die. And two twos on the challenge dice. Which is not only a strong hit, but an opportunity. Which is amazing. Because I think this is our way out. So Lucius has this conversation with the captain. And I think the captain acknowledges, I accept that you are Lucius Tarquin. His conversational tone turns from, like, you scum to, yes, sir. He basically found out that this guy is a rich kid whose daddy can come along and bail him out if needed. And so the tone definitely changes quite a bit. And Captain Simeon says, Mr. Tarquin, I understand that you have taken on the role of a herald, that you are transporting messages. I respect that, and I don't want to disrespect you or your clan. However, my clan has sent me out here to do a job. And right now, you are interfering with that job by not telling me what happened to your cohorts, who are traitors. Don't you understand, Mr. Tarquin? Nishana Aerith is a traitor to the Ironhawks. A lodestar is seeking to overcome and destroy your clan, the clan that I work for, all of the Founder clans. If we let them continue unabated, they will destroy our way of life. They will remove the power structures that have kept relative peace in this new place. If we allow them to continue on their path, there will be war and it will be brutal. Now, please, Mr. Tarquin, tell me where your compatriots are. And Lucius says, I can't. That would be betraying my vow as a herald. As heralds, we are bound by our oaths and by the guild to hold every message as sacred. And sometimes for heralds, that means transporting people with those messages. If I give up my messages to you... I will be destroying the very foundation that you claim to work for. The Founder Clans created the Heralds to be impartial, to pass messages from system to system. If I give up that right, if I surrender my honor and my oath in order to appease you, Captain, then what is there really to fight for? I don't know if Lodestar is what you say it is if they seek war and destruction. It's not my place to judge, Captain. It's my place to deliver a message, and then I find another message. And someday, I may be delivering a message for the Ironhawks. And if that happens, wouldn't you want me to have the same sense of honor? Wouldn't you want me to keep that message secret from your enemies. Now, please let me go. Let me be on my way and don't interfere with the Herald's mission anymore. I think captain Simeon considers this for a moment. Mr. Tarquin, you seem to be an honorable man. You seem to care about the truths of our culture, of our civilization. I will honor what you have asked. I will let you go. But you must understand something. Even the heralds cannot remain neutral forever. And if Lodestar seeks to destabilize everything the Founder clans have built, that includes everything that you stand for as a herald. Just consider this, please. Lucius stands up and says, I will consider it, Captain, as I consider every task that I take and every oath that I swear. Now please, take me to my ship. Captain Simeon also stands, turns to whatever guard is standing at the the door and says, return the Herald to his ship and release him. And then turns back to Lucius and says, I hope that you are as honorable in all of your dealings as your words have been today. And Lucius offers him a nod and says, Likewise, Captain. If our paths cross again, I hope it is on better terms. And they part. Lucius returns to the Hadrian's Folly. And I think as he is boarding the ramp, Brutus is starting to come down the ramp with its weapons platform deployed and ready to fight. And Lucius kind of like waves him off a little frantically and the the two guards he can hear behind like tense up a little bit and like, what? Is that a combat bot? He's like, oh, it's okay. No problem. Bertus, go back on board. And Lucius seals the hatch behind him and is released from the Ironhawk ship. Now, here's the question. I don't know if Lucius feels confident enough to go immediately back to where the escape pod is hiding. Because I think he assumes that despite their sort of understanding of each other, Captain Simeon is still bound to try and capture anyone from Lodestar. And if he goes and picks up the escape pod, he's going to be offering them up on a platter to the Ironhawk ship. So Lucius exits the ship, and the Hadrian's Folly is is floating there in space, and he calms the Ironhawks and says, Now, We both know that there is an uncomfortable situation here. Maybe uh, you can leave and uh, make it easier for all of us. And Captain Simeon says, I've already released you, Harold. Doing more than that could get me in grave trouble. Unfortunately, we are at an impasse. And Lucius says, All right, well, I guess however this plays out, Thank you for your hospitality, Captain. And good luck. And then cuts the comm and guns the engine for the asteroid field. The Hadrian's Folly is swooping in through the asteroid field. The Ironhawks release their fighters. And I'm going to do another face danger. The E-Drive has recharged by this point And... Lucius is going to attempt to scoop up the escape pod and jump out of the system. So it's going to be speed, mobility, or agility again. Rolling plus edge. Plus two on this. Here we go. I've got a five on the action die. I've got a four and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit. Plus one momentum. It takes my momentum up to five. Lucius is just a little bit faster. Is able to swoop in catch the escape pod, and hit the E-Drive, the Hadrian's Folly leaps away out of the system, leaving the Ironhawks behind. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends, family, pets, or really anybody you want about it and head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a review so more people can find the show. If you want to chat with me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ErrantSolopod, or you can email me at errantsolopod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.